Welcome to Believe in Pistons, a Detroit Pistons podcast on the Believe Network. I am your host, Brandon Dent, a.k.a. Detroit Kool-Aid, credentialed NBA media. Today is Thursday, October 19th. Today's episode, I was going to title it, yeah, like a question, do you believe in Cade Cunningham? But no, it's just believe in Cade Cunningham. We're going to state this as a matter of fact, okay? And today, this kicks off the player previews that I have for you to start this season. I'm going to be bringing you the core four and more, all right? And today, it's Cade Cunningham. The core four today, Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Duran, Asar Thompson, the and more, Isaiah Stewart, and Marcus Sasser. I'm going to give you a full team preview before or either on the day of the home, the season opener, uh, which will also include some more on guys like Boyan Bogdanovich, Alec Burks, uh, Joe Harris, Monte Morris, and more, Marvin Bagley and those guys as well. But today I want to talk about Kay Cunningham. This optimism, this pessimism is starting to kind of take over. People are kind of split on how they feel about Kay Cunningham. And I believe that that ultimately is what's bringing them more pessimistic as it relates to their outlook on the Detroit Pistons. So today I'm going to talk about the strengths of Kay Cunningham, his playmaking, his pick and roll, and his defense, as well as areas of improvement, three-point shooting and turnovers, and the big bag money coach, man, Monty Williams, how he is going to affect things for this team. So listen, before we get into it, I want to tell you about this Texas showdown in the postseason. And BetOnline is your number one source for all your baseball wagering info with up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistical news and odds. We have everything you need, I mean everything you need, to stay up to speed on each LCS all the way through the World Series. Come on, y'all. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. And don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Now, look, I I like to, to dialogue a lot, man. At Detroit Kool-Aid on Twitter is where I really, 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 really do a lot of dialogue. And I was able to talk to some fans about why they were feeling kind of pessimistic about Kay Cunningham this year in the Detroit Pistons. And one of the answers I got from at Still No Hope 3, so you already understand that this is an individual who's who's not feeling it right now. He says the efficiency is where it's not, it, it just isn't where I'd like it to be from the primary initiator franchise player. Obviously, he hasn't even played a full season's worth of games, so it's too soon to judge, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't at least a little nervous about him. And I asked him, what specifically about his efficiency do you not like? Is it simply his three-point shooting? Uh, and I listed his career numbers. His true shooting is at 50% uh, for the career, 3.31%, free throws, 84%. And he's averaging about six rebounds and six assists a game. The three turnovers per game, that, that needs to improve, and we're going to get there. And averaging two stocks a game, which I think is very, very important. You don't really get that from your point guard unless it's just a guy who has clamps and they're getting steals. But Kay Cunningham has shown the propensity to actually get some blocks and to be able to get steals at a pretty good rate, which I believe should change the way that we look at when we say his efficiency. Yeah, there's always going to be areas of improvement for guys. We've seen star players and players with that kind of designation on them in terms of where they're heading kind of have these same type of issues, um, but it doesn't necessarily knock who they are. You put Kay Cunningham on a winning team, like I heard Richard Jefferson say the other day, 
you know, ESPN's ratings dropped Cade over 30 spots from 35 to like 79. But J- Richard Jefferson, I think that he's a certified basketball knower. He said, that's that's tomfoolery. If you replace Cade Cunningham with Austin Reeves, uh, the Lakers have a much better season than they did this past season. Now, why are the basketball heads saying this? Listen, DeMar DeRozan, he he was asked about Cade Cunningham. And what did he say? I love him. I love him. I love him. Kevin Durant. He was asked about Kay Cunningham. He said Kay Cunningham is a type of player that will wreck a team's entire defense. Why are these guys saying this? But Piston fans are a little bit pessimistic. I don't know. But I want to get into his playmaking. Kay Cunningham is a playmaker, six assists. He's a six, 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 seven uh ball handler, man, who can kind of play all over the court. And one of the things that I really, really, really liked about Kay Cunningham is this pick and roll action. That first season where they got Marvin Bagley um, a little late into that season, but it just absolutely sparked things for this team. They went from like a 200 win percent to 10 and 14 post all-star breaking games that Kay Cunningham played in. That's 41.6%. What was the primary factors there? Kay Cunningham said he finally felt like he was figuring this thing out. This was rookie season. Marvin Bagley and he were just pick and rolling teams to death. Lobs going everywhere, and that was the birth of what we call mid-range Cade. He was able to get into that middle and make things work at a pretty effective rate. And he was able to find the shooters, but you don't have really efficient three-point shooters on your squad. You're not really going to rack up the assists or see the benefit of having a player like Cade, whose gravity he drives into that middle. Everything absorbs to Cade Cunningham. And what was winding up happening was they realized we don't have to necessarily just everybody crashing on Kay Cunningham. We can actually stay home and just help out with a big. Why? Because he wasn't getting a lot of files called for him. They basically told him to go get his weight up. He talked about that. Yo, I'm going to go and get the strength. And you look at him now and he's, and I got some video I'm going to show y'all, man. And so look, from that standpoint, it's playmaking. I don't have any concerns with Kay Cunningham. I do want to see those turnovers get down just a little bit. Um, or at least get those assists up because as much as he has the ball in his hands, you want to make sure that he is doing and making the best decision with it more times than not. All right. And like I said, that pick and roll, that's something that is elite. And that's something that Monty Williams is going to affect a whole lot with this squad, not just with K having the ball in his hands, but also K having the ball uh, being more off ball. And I have some clips that I'm going to play a little bit later from Monty Williams. But I got the opportunity to uh, actually ask Monty Williams a couple things um, this year. And I'm going to go on ahead and share this because I wanted to get his perspective on Kay Cunningham. I asked uh, Monty if there was anything new that he's learned about Kay Cunningham during the first week of training camp. Because he's probably the one that I kind of left out. You know, I told you about DeMar DeRozan's comments, told you about Kevin Durant. But when uh, Monty Williams had his press conference, he actually talked about the player that Cade Cunningham was to him when he was just a Phoenix Suns head coach. And he said he called Troy Weaver after like the first or second time they played, Cade and said, you got one. You got a good one there. This isn't Monty Williams thinking, I'm heading to the Detroit Pistons, so let me butter this thing up. This was Monty Williams calling his friend, Troy Weaver, and saying, bro, that Cade, he has a good head on his shoulders. He's, he has a good spirit about him. He is highly respect, respectful. He's serious about basketball, and he's just a great young basketball player. And I do believe that he sees some shades of who Devin Booker is or was in Cade Cunningham. But I, let me get this video up so you guys can hear it as well. 
after about a week uh, with Kay Cunningham in training camp, is there anything new that you learned about him? Um, I mean, I, I knew some things about him from afar. I didn't know he was a worker the way that he, he's, you know, he's one of the first guys in the gym. Um, he's managing getting back. He, you know, people forget he hadn't played in a long time, so there's a buildup to getting back. Um, into a normal game rhythm. He's, <laughs> I didn't realize how big he was, you know, until I got here. And, and then you really see it when he's in pick and roll and he's holding guys on his hips and getting to the basket or making passes that most people can't make. And then he's, yeah, he's pretty funny. You know, he, <laughs> he has a way with words and practice that cracks me up. I can hear some of the things he says on the sidelines. <laughs> He's, he can stir the pot a little bit. I kind of like it. <laughs> Look, I, I love I like Monty Williams because, and the players will tell you this too. He's just kind of direct, and he is very, very blunt with it as well. And so it was kind of funny to hear him kind of talk about it and have to really get into his mind and think about the new things since that kind of introductory press conference where he talked about Kate Cunningham and then media day where he talked about Kate. But now you get in the training camp where he gets to get even more personal on a day-to-day basis with Kay Cunningham. And shout out to the Pistons, man. Like I said, they invited me out to training camp this year. I didn't get that experience and that perspective last season. So to be able to get in there this year, be a little bit more personable with the players and with the coaches and whatnot, and to be able to kind of pick their brains on certain things that I know a lot of you out there have questions about has been awesome. And I'm trying to, I'm going to try and bring as much content to you all as possible. But just kind of going back and rehashing the statements, kind of some of those strengths that we talked about with Kay Cunningham, um, how hard he works, um, and that he's big, man. You, you, I'm gonna play a video for you guys. I'm actually gonna pull that video up now, Bruh, Look at this, man. Kay Cunningham. This is the guards going through their three-point shooting reps. Kay doesn't miss here, and I'm gonna talk about this because we talked about some of his areas improvements. You know, Kay didn't shoot very well last year. It was 27.9, and on the, his career is 31%. And that's an area where Kay Cunningham said he knows he has to improve. In this drill, Kay doesn't miss anything. You'll notice some improvements to his shot. It has a lot more arc, arc on it. And he said that something happened coming from college to the NBA where his shot flattened out. And he said that he's been working to get that back. Now, we know that strength has something to do with it, too. And when you uh, look at that kind of second thing that Monty Williams said, he's big. Look at him next to all these other guards, man. Even Killian Hayes, who's 65, and put on a little bit more little bit more weight. Kay Cunningham used to be significantly skinnier, man. And I talked about this with some of the other beat reporters and beat writers who were there, like Mike Curtis of the Detroit News, Amari Sankofa of the Free Press. Um, Corey Woods of M Live, James Edwards of The Athletic, and, and Keith Langloy, who is the Pistons.com writer. Those are the ones that I, I primarily see a lot there. Um, we talked about it. He's just tall. He's big. He has this length to him. And, and I really do think that that is going to benefit Cade a lot, not just on ball, but off ball. And I'm going to get to Monty Williams' comments about how he's thinking about using Cade in addition to his normal point guard duties. But I at least wanted you guys to be able to see this clip where Kay Cunningham looks confident. He looks sure of himself. The shooting stance looks a lot better. And I know that 5 for 15 performance in the preseason game has a lot of people saying, oh, man, especially in contrast to some of the other younger players who's come out firing and swinging. But a lot of these other players did not just go through um, the type of leg surgery he went through. I think that there's going to be some confidence issues sometimes. I believe that, you know, 
there's going to be some aspects of what can I do? He's played a certain way a long time on this effectively fractured leg. So now he's coming out here in uh, in that first kind of preseason game. Uh, we got to see Cade Cunningham jump off that left leg and put down one over Kevin Durant. Now, it wasn't necessarily a dunk, so I'm not going to go that far. But Cade Cunningham, uh, Kevin Durant met the ball in the air. Cade was still able to power it over, and he got a little bit more air on it than I remember seeing him get in some years past. Even uh, last year and the year before, he dunked on some people, got thrown out of the game because he was pointing out that he said his fan – his fan behind the bench, right? But I do, I'm a little bit more bullish on Kay Cunningham this year, and it's because of some of the things that I'm seeing. Uh, he's notoriously a slow starter to the season. You go back to college, he was that way. You go back to high school because he likes to probe, man. He's looking for his teammates, looking to get them involved because he knows if those shooters, if those players are not happy, then it's going to be a rough time for Cade. All of his efficiency will go down. It will go down. Uh, now, look, his defense, that's an area of strength that I wanted to be able to highlight. And I'm going to pull up uh, something here. That kind of has a shout out at NBA University. They consider K to be a KBIF. They say K Cunningham. I'm going to bring it up here now. Let's see if we can load it now. I'm going to read this for our audio audience as well. It says Cade Cunningham has has sweet defensive tape. Active hands, good helper, but most impressively, he's a KBIF, key ball in front star. He doesn't overly rely on help, and instead he sticks to his man and makes them work. Here's him locking up on ball against Steph, SGA, Trey, Hallie, DJM. Check out Kay Cunningham. Got him. Get to the paint. Give me that. Straps. Look at this. Quick hands, active hands. He's turning defense into offense. But he's having to defend the best player on the other squad. Moves his feet well. His length is causing issues on people. Quick hands. I told you those stops, those steals, and those blocks. So it's like you see that Kay Cunningham, as it relates to this whole efficiency thing, if we just kind of harp on, I want him to shoot better. I want fewer turnovers. Uh, okay, listen, he's also doing things to make sure the Pistons can get the ball back. Those six rebounds, man, that's like just underneath what some of the bigs are doing on this squad. And we see that a lot of his rebounds, he's he's actively trying to do everything. One of the things that, you know, Monty Williams talked about, was getting Kay Cunningham, putting him in a position to where he doesn't have to have this high usage rate on both ends of the court. Defensively, we just saw the clips of him defending some of the better teams or the stars of the opposing teams. He said that he went through, looked at the footage, and realized this can't be. They're putting too much stress on a player who just, even if he was perfectly healthy, it's just not going to be a good thing for him as it relates to being able to have efficiency throughout the entire game. So even if he can hit hot streaks, he's going to be huffing and puffing and tired. The addition of Asar Thompson, especially on the defensive end, means that now Kay Cunningham no longer has to have those types of assignments on defense on a night-to-night basis. He can actually find himself, you saw some of those clips, in a position to be able to help. And his help defense is where he's really picking up a lot of steals there. So I'm hoping that Monty Williams sees something with this Asar Thompson selection and is able to put Kay Cunningham in his best possible position to succeed on the defensive end without having to be bogged down with guarding. Like, look at look at this rookie here, man. He was even guarding Evan Mobley, a center. And he was calling him out. There was a game that they won against uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
And he absolutely put the clamps on uh, Evan Mobley and on other players in that game. And he won the game for the Pistons with a bevy of threes and clutch shots. Kay Cunningham in his rookie season was one of the most clutch players in all of the NBA. That has to matter for something because when it's winning time, Kay Cunningham was putting in that work. I know that to start the games, he's a notoriously slow shooter, but that's because he's a rhythm player and his catch and shoot is actually better. This is another place where I think that that three-point shooting is area of improvement. Monty Williams has talked about being able to utilize other and secondary ball handlers to be able to go out there and get Kay Cunningham in a much better position. Uh, shout out to Amari Sankofa. He was actually able to ask um, of the free press, Detroit free press. He was able to ask Monty Williams about, you know, them potentially using Kay Cunningham off ball a little bit more. Here it is. Kay, just more of an off ball road during camp or in practice. Just we did some today. Killian had it a lot and Kay was coming off of it a little bit with live ball situations. I think he's really effective when he has a live ball. You can see the defense without having to pound it. One thing that Monty Williams has done all offseason is uh, <laughs> bring up Killian Hayes unprovoked, man. We ask him questions about other people. He's like, Killian Hayes, Killian Hayes, Killian Hayes, Killian Hayes. And one of the things that he says he's working on uh, is testing and getting reps for Kay Cunningham off ball at the two and at the three. In that first preseason game, and even in the second preseason game, something that we saw in that starting lineup was Asar Thompson being able to bring up the ball sometimes. He doesn't want Kay Cunningham getting tired out on the other end defending players, then having to go and dribble the ball up with a guy who's trying to defend him full court. And then when he gets down there, the type of gravity that absorbs to him and having to fight through contact, well, what if you could put Kay Cunningham in a position to actually do catch-and-shoot three-point percentage, catch-and-shoot three-pointers, which he has a better percentage at? Well, that's something that Monty Williams, he doesn't have a problem with saying, you know what, I want to put you on your best spots to succeed. So, Kay, I know you like to play with the rock in your hand a little bit, but don't you want to see your three-point percentage go up a little more? That, to me, is a great nuance. And Monty Williams is a coach that all these players say carries an aura. They say he's blunt. They say he's direct. And they do trust him. So even if it's something where, like, you see Jay Navi go to the bench, but he's, hey, new haircut, new marriage, new baby, new attitude, man, new emotions. You don't see these guys pouting. I just, when we're at the media room waiting for the conclusion of practice and all that stuff, and we're hearing these players going hard, man, listen, this squad, they do believe in each other. Cade at the media day was just like, man, I'm ready to just go hoop, bro. Like, we got a chip on our soldier, so, shoulders. We are confident for this season. But I want to be able to kind of get you guys um, a look at Cade Cunningham's three-point shot again. Uh, like I said, I know I played a little bit earlier, but wanted you guys to just kind of see it one more time because one of the plays that I loved was in the first preseason game was Alec Burks. He he got, I don't know who got the rebound, but somebody passed it to him. Kay Cunningham sprinted down to the left corner. Um, almost that they're working on. Alec Burks got the pick, kind of drove it right, came baseline. Found K Cunningham wide open, splash for three, man. Just like this. Look at this. Uh, look at this. Uh, splash. That's K Cunningham, man. And it's it's something that I want to continue to see him explore as it relates to this off-ball player. I do believe that K Cunningham and this team is better when the ball is in his hands. But if you need a three-point shooter and someone like Hassar Thompson, someone like Killian Hayes sometimes, who their three – to me, is a little less reliable at this point than Kay Cunningham's. 
you know what, but they are great playmakers and they are great decision makers. Put the ball in their hands and see what happens. Um, let me see here. Let me see here. There was something else I wanted to be able to show the people really quickly. Ah, yes. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And it's just, uh, like I said, another look at Cade Cunningham. I'm trying to make sure you guys get a feel for um, what's going on in the training camp, how Cade Cunningham is looking. You know, I think that where a player puts in his work is highly important. It's not just about what you think you see in a preseason game. I'm not judging too much off preseason. I'm looking to see how do the sets look? How is this team starting to adapt to what Monty Williams is trying to bring to them? And we're going to get into how Monty Williams, uh, some of the comments that Kay Cunningham and some of the teammates said about him. But uh, here you can see Kay Cunningham putting in some work here. The shot is looking really good, man. See, that's his specialty. Um, and you can see he got a little wiggle to him. And Kay Cunningham, man, think about how tall and how big Beef Stew is. Look at Kay Cunningham next to him. It looks like he might have even put on a little bit of height in addition to some of the weight. And um, he's he's looking good, man. The archers on the shot. You see Jared Jack down there, assistant coach. Monty Williams has brought in a bevy of coaches to try and help this young team really, really, really get to work, man. Really get to work. And so now what I want to be able to do as well is, is take you guys to this article. Uh, shout out to Keith Langloy. He's another one that's in that Pistons beat with us, man. I, I, I've respected his work for very very long time and i'm uh glad to kind of be on that beat with him uh, and kind of see how he works and see how he does things but he wrote a pretty good article for pistons.com and you can find it up on nba.com as well Cade or monty williams impact on the pistons i love the way he pushes us and there was some pretty interesting things here um let me see here here you go the emphasis remains establishing the Pistons as a defense-first team that wins more than its share of backboard battles. With cut with Cunningham so central to building an efficient offense, Williams logically concluded it would benefit him and thus the Pistons to take on a less central role defensively. Now, we know he can defend, but what if that defense is what's attributing to him becoming a little less efficient? The article continues uh, with a quote from uh, Monty Williams. We've looked at Asar out there guarding the toughest guy. Now, Cade doesn't have to do that, he said. If you'd watched a lot of the games the Pistons played in the past, Cade was out there guarding the toughest assignment, and then you're asking him to bring the down the ball down the floor and to run the offense? And he continues, making all work is dependent on many factors, but it starts with willingness of the players. And I can tell you this, the one thing I see from these guys is they are all willing, no egos, and we're going to talk about that. Cade Cunningham finishes, uh, I love the way he pushes us, talking about Monty Williams, Cade Cunningham said of him. Uh, who took the Phoenix team he inherited from 19 wins to the 2021 NBA Finals two years later. He calls things the way he sees them. I think that honesty and that bluntness towards us, that is huge, especially for a young team. The systems that he's put in, the way that he's made it around, our abilities and the personnel we have has been great for us. I'll continue to get better as he learns and we learn him, as he learns us and we learn him. And so look, there was a couple key things that he said there, the system that he put in. And I wanted to be able to get to this Monty Williams thing. If you have time, go to the Phoenix Suns uh, YouTube page. They have a documentary called The Breakthrough, and it kind of documents 
the Phoenix Suns, their players, it shows some behind the scenes footage of when Monty Williams was hired all the way up into the bubble, all the way up until that 2021 NBA Finals appearance. And one of the chief things that I believe is going to help Kay Cunningham's efficiency a lot was the 0.5 second offense. It's not that you do something in 0.5 seconds, but did you make your decision to pass, shoot, or drive within 0.5 seconds? What I saw with the Phoenix Suns, and they, and they, they talked about this, they said Monty Williams came in, broke down everybody's eagles. Like Jevin Carter was on that squad, Kelly Oubre, uh, Cam Johnson, Cam Payne, Mikael Bridges, and more. And they all stated, even D-Book. He checked all the Eagles at the door and told D-Book, you got to buy into this philosophy if you want to have the type of success that I know this team can have. And so even Devin Booker, the ball wound up getting out of his hands a little bit more, and they wound up becoming a team that just passed it, passed it, passed it, passed it so much that a defense would tire down and it would begin to create these cut lanes. This is something that I talked about extensively with Rod Beard, my co-host from Woodward Pistons as well. He is now the sports editor-in-chief at the Detroit News and formerly was their beat writer, which is now held by uh, my guy, Mike Curtis. Shout out to him. Um, shout out to Jeff Iafredi as well, who uh, I host the platform with uh, also. Um, and, and one of the things that we saw were those cut lanes. We saw the team going out there in that first preseason game, pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it. And Jalen Duran, Marvin Bagley, um, and Asar Thompson all got some pretty big dunks in that game. Uh, due to this offense, when you swing and you swing, and we heard it, all the hoopers, you know, your team, your coach, and tell you, swing the ball, swing the ball, it gets a defense tired. Well, Monty Williams is really taking the squad back to the basics, away from the kind of SVG dribble handoff, away from the pick and roll, stupendously pick and roll heavy uh, only uh, Dwayne Casey systems with two bigs, and he's taking us more to What's the most efficient lineup we can put out there to get the best out of these players like Cade Cunningham? And so with this offense, we saw guys like even Killian Hayes getting the majority of his assists from being in the paint already. Why? Because he just broke the defense down with the passes, with the cutting. You have to think about the athleticism of guys like Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran and Asar Thompson and even Cade Cunningham. And it put him in a position now when they did this with Devin Booker, Devin Booker's three-point percentage went up. His usage did go down, but his free throw attempts went up and his overall offensive efficiency went up. I do believe that Monty Williams sees a little bit of that in Kay Cunningham and is going to put him in a position to where we see the same type of efficiency jumps in this season to come. Listen, guys, I'm going to shut this one down now, but I need you to tell me, find me anywhere, believe you know, at Detroit Kool-Aid. Let me know. Your pessimism, your optimism about the not just the Detroit Pistons, but for this player preview, Cade Cunningham. And before I let you go, I'm going to bring up his numbers. Let's bring up his numbers here. Just so you guys can get a look at it. Shout out to Basketball Reference, man. I love this uh, site. But Cade Cunningham, man. Uh, this is the numbers that people want to see get better right here, and that's that three-point percentage. And uh, I believe what Monty Williams is doing is going to help a lot. Now, uh, beyond that, his true shooting is sitting at 50%, and uh, I know people want to technically and generally see that be more at like 60%. Uh, I think that Kay Cunningham will get an increase in free throws this season, and I do believe that he will average firmly over 20 points per game. But obviously you want to see this field goal percentage be something more like 45% overall. Uh, for a player that's going to have the rock in his hands as much as K.A. Cunningham. 
Uh, here we see that his overall kind of three-point attempts, they went down just slightly uh, between his rookie season and that kind of 12-game shortened season. And his free throws, we wanted to see him make more free throws or can get more free throw attempts. And we see that to start the season, uh, last season, he was getting one more free throw attempt per game. And he was making just about one more three point, one more free throw attempt per game uh, over the season before the season prior. That's where I want to see him actually take the biggest leap. I believe that if Kay Cunningham is getting to the line, if he's able to kind of bump off those defenders and he's able to kind of finish through that, I believe that we're going to see his true shooting and his overall field goal percentage take a jump. There was a lot of shots and in, in plays where I believe he could have wound up at the free throw line, um, but he just didn't. The other area here, these turnovers, he went from 3.7 to 3.3. I want to kind of see his assists get closer to that 7, and I want to see his turnovers get closer to like 2.5 per game. Um, beyond that, you got a couple advanced stats here that I'll leave you guys with as well. So you can just kind of see what's going on here. Cade's usage went from 27.5 to 30. Cade Cunningham does not need a 30% usage rate at all. I would like to see that number get more down to like 20% or 22% at best. Um, if you need him to go, we know that we can turn that over to him. But uh, here we see his assist rate went up a little steals and the blocks they went down the rate went down just a little bit but they also added a little bit more to his team um, but i can say he only had 12 games to play um but just giving you guys some things to kind of look at some sample sizes and whatnot as it relates to him his free throw rate went up a little bit his three-point adjuster rate that went down a lot but for his career he has some decent numbers to work with and we want to see him get better his efficiency it went up just slightly um, obviously, if you're taking less threes, uh, because that's going to really, really affect things and you're increasing your defensive rebounding and your total rebound percentage, as well as his offensive rebounding percentage. Listen, that's going to do wonders for that uh, player efficiency rating. Um, I want to see him honestly use that length a lot more if he's going to be kind of more of like an off ball defender as well as an off ball offensive player. I want to see K being able to kind of get in and raise that stock number up. Maybe he can start to approach 2.5 or three stocks per game. That's something that we see out of Asar Thompson in terms of potential. We believe he can get there. But listen, like I said, you guys find me. Tell me why you're optimistic or pessimistic about K Cunningham. For me, it's a statement of fact. He is the straw that starts to drink. And as he gets started, as he gets going, he is something that other NBA players are like. He is a monster. I know Wimby has, uh, shout out Victor Wimbenyama of the San Antonio Spurs. He has Kay Cunningham as the most improved player of the year. Man. And he's not the only one. A lot of the people, Vegas has Kade, I think, as either first or second in that regard. I think that we're going to see a big year from Kade. I do believe that it is safe to believe in Kade Cunningham. All right, look, next episode, we're going to be talking about Jalen Duran and Jaden Ivey. Then we're going to get to Asar Thompson, and we're going to get to the animal. I think I forgot this opinion. I'm going to, I'm going to cover a little bit of Killian Hayes in there, too, because Mark Williams has a lot to say about him. Uh, but look, guys, I appreciate you rocking out with Believe in Pistons, Detroit Pistons podcast on the Believe Network. And I'm your host, Brandon, a.k.a. Detroit Kool-Aid, NBA, digital media. This podcast was brought to you by Bet Online. And I hope you all have a blessed, blessed day. Thank you.